Hello and welcome to the next podcast of Your Pure Truth Now. This is podcast number five and this is Andrew Neblet with Kathleen Neblet. And today's topic is going to be talking about how spirituality can uh, focus on, on making you better, making you more aware and so forth and the benefits from it. And um, we could talk forever on this topic, but we're not going to. <laughs> we're going to uh, keep this focused, extremely focused. And one thing that's very interesting, and I challenge all of the listeners out there, is just look up, are spiritual people more happy? And there's been tons of research done on this. And Time Magazine a few years ago had a great article on this. But you can find these all over the internet. And I, I encourage you to go and and look it up for yourself. But... We wanted to bring it to your attention today because there is definitely a benefit for having a spiritual type of practice or mindset. And we're not here trying to convert anybody to religion or anything like that. That's not what we're talking about. Um, so let's be very clear here what we're talking about. Spirituality, we're talking about your, your concern for your soul, your spirit, your inner well-being versus materialistic things like your job or that kind of thing um, where your focus is more is how you are as a being and how you feel about yourself and how you integrate with others on a more spiritual level and what peace and comfort you get from that right and also uh, what you think about what's going to happen after you're gone you might want might derive some peace knowing that uh, or even believing that there's an afterlife that what kind of afterlife? Uh, and I believe that all the things that you were just mentioning, as well as that, will show that if you have some kind of spiritual following in any way, it will be beneficial for your happiness. So people that are actively religious, um, they tend they tend to describe themselves as more happy or very happy versus um, other people that aren't. Uh, but there is a caveat here that we're going to mention here in a little bit. But that's just one of the, one of the, um, the pros about being a religious or a spiritual person. So let's break that down. Religious meaning that you follow the tenets of some religion. Being spiritual doesn't mean that you have to follow that. Uh, being spiritual means that you believe in some higher ideals or a set of principles or you derive peace and comfort and serenity from some ritual that you do and a ritual could be just meditating once a week or once a day or whatever um to all the way up to you know catholic church that's full of ritual um there with their prayers and everything else so rituals give people comfort when a person is non-spiritual, they tend to ignore, downplay um, any possibilities of maybe some happiness in the hereafter, as that Kathleen was mentioning. And it seems like they're more, maybe a little bit more dour it might be harder to get more excited about things or to belong to things or want to belong to things. One thing they have found about spiritual or religious people 
And again, I'm using both words, but you don't have to be religious to be spiritual. So I don't want to confuse anybody there. But if you are religious, you are spiritual automatically. Right. Right. So I just want to make sure we understand that delineation. But one thing, that caveat that I mentioned earlier, is what's really important also is knowing that you belong to a group, a bigger group. So when you take countries that are less, quote-unquote, spiritual and more, quote-unquote, atheistic or secular, such as Holland or Norway or something like that, they still find, like people in Denmark and Sweden, they still found that the people were could be happy, but they were happy because they belonged in a much closer social group that matches their their culture and ideals um, than having a real disparity between the haves and the have-nots. So that dynamic plays into this as well. However, it's not the major dynamic here. It's a big dynamic, but it's not the major one. The major one is because you can't be in the group all the time, so where do you get your spiritual focus? Well, that is by doing a ritual that you perform. So, um, I know that Kathy does yoga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I know that it has physical benefits from it, but when you do it, do you derive any peace from doing such? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it does calm you from the inside out, in my in my opinion, yeah. um, you're feeling good about what you're doing. You're looking for a centering. You're looking for a calmness. It helps people who may be anxious. It helps people who may be unhappy. Um, that's a ritual that um, you can do and follow, and it really doesn't have anything to do with let's say, uh, organized religion, let's say. But it's also something that's spiritual that gives exactly what you're talking about, uh, the happiness in life that people are always seeking. Yeah, it's almost like a spiritual router router. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so sure. (laughs) Um, Another interesting thing is people, again, who are more religious, and if you want to put yourself in that camp, there's no judgment here, and there's nothing wrong with it, okay, either way. Um, but it's most, more likely that you will be helping out in non-religious organizations such as charities and clubs or you belong to those kind of things. Um, not surprisingly, like uh, those who belong to the Masons, um, I'm a Mason myself. And what you find in there is one of the basic tenets of being coming a Mason is you have to believe in a higher being. Now... You could be a Jew, you could be a Muslim, you can be a Christian, it doesn't matter. That's all acceptable because you believe in a higher power, a God, if you will. Um, but again, notice that that organization is, um, uh, again, filled with people who are of a religious bent or belong to a religious group. Um it is not a requirement that you belong to a religious organization. The only requirement is, is that you believe in a higher being or a higher power. And the, the studies seem to bear that out. So um, also, <laughs> this is an interesting one, um, it's also people that are religious tend to vote more. 
So I'll just file that away for wherever we want to put that. <laughs> well, they're actually taking an active role in how their life can be affected by voting. And when you're taking an active role in something, you feel like you're a little more responsible as to how your life is going to turn out. And, it, and I, I believe it, it helps with your true happiness again because... If you really want something, you have to work towards it. Correct, correct. Um, again, you know, we mentioned the power of the group. That's very important. So, as being self-awareness, spirituality is something that you can practice on your own, or you can get it in a group. Right. Right? Religion, you can practice it on your own. You can do prayer and all other rituals and stuff like that, depending on the religion. You can do that in a solitary manner, or you can do that in a group as well. But I think the important connection there, regardless if you're just spiritual or spiritual because you're religious, is that um, don't become a hermit. Um, I think you need to, and in fact, I would encourage that you do both, because the, the core of this podcast is about AIW, right? Which is awareness, insight, and wellness. And wellness is being a balanced person. Practice spirituality and, and also practice a spirituality with other people. I'm going to almost guarantee, you know, there's no guarantees in life, but as close as you can come to one, I'm going to say if you do that, you're going to find yourself happier. I agree. I agree with that. Right, so that's very, very important. So the both dynamics are there. Um, and <clears throat> if we are actively pursuing peace because we want to have serenity in our life, it makes us think about things that cause unrest in our soul and our spirit because you don't know you're at peace until something takes it away <laughs> and then you're like oh i i want this state again i want to be at right. peace right um so if there are things in life that aggravate you irritate you stress you out people <laughs> right <laughs> oh we're going into examples <laughs> yeah um you have to examine that closely and say, why is this not giving me peace? Why is it disturbing my peace? And, you know, if you want to, make a list hmm. and knock it off. In, um, in tarot, there is a card that has a horse standing still. It's one of the knight cards. And... There, standing still, it gives you time to look around and scout and take in what's going on around you. And it's a card of examination. Um, so I would encourage you to look at the people that are around you, like your friends and your family and people maybe you work with. What is the relationship like? Is it give only and nothing back or they or do uh you take and give nothing back 
Or is there a give and take back and forth, a balance? A balance. Right? Right. And um, if you're doing that, that's a healthy relationship, most in, most likely. So that may not be a bad thing. There may not be a reason that there's no peace there. So you got to look for the relationships that are like, you know what? I know I have this friend and that kind of stuff, but if it always if they cause you stress in your thoughts, it's like, oh, you know, I got to go over there again, or oh man, whenever we get together, I always hear about this, that, and the other thing. Well, it, you know, saddle up to the bar, buy yourself a drink, because you got to decide: are you going to be honest with the person? But before you're honest with the person, be honest with yourself. Do you want them in your life or not? That doesn't make you a bad person. I have another thought about that. Um, yes, it's hard to be around maybe certain people, even if they're relatives or friends that you uh, are close with. And if they're having a hard time or maybe the majority of the time they're negative and complaining and you walk away being stressed. Is it a bad thing, Andrew, to say to yourself, well, you know what, I'm going to give this person this amount of time. But you control it. In other words, you know it's going to be a little stressful. And you think to yourself, okay, but I want to give this person my ear. I want them to be able to talk to me and just not feel like they're being judged and just listen. So maybe you would feel better after giving of yourself a little bit in a stressful situation. I'm not disagreeing. However, the danger there is that people get stuck in a rut where they keep trying to give the other person a chance, a chance, a chance, a chance. Yes, that's a risk that you take. And that's a giving, uh, that you're giving too much and them taking too much. That's true. I I guess I'm thinking when somebody has a really hard time because of a recent incident, you want to be a shoulder for them because they're your family or your friend. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Right. Um, But you know that it's going to be stressful. I mean, we all run into stressful times in our life that we know are going to be stressful. Even in your job, somebody's yelling at you mm -hmm. about something and you, you know, it's going to be stressful. But to come back, to find that peace, to find your ritual, as you will, what you've been talking about, it'll take away that stress. It'll calm you down. And because you have it, you're going to be happier. Yeah. Um, well, of course, there's no 100%. And being a friend means in good times and bad times and, and being that shoulder that you're talking about, the person to lean on. Um, that's very, very important. Because if you want a friend, you got to be a friend. Absolutely. Right? Um, which can be a source of peace as well. However, if you keep if you're in a routine and you keep dreading and dreading and dreading with a person and you don't have the the bravery to say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. You're never going to find the peace that you're looking for, whether that's with a friend, a family member, a work situation, or another situation that you're in. If it's always stressful, then you really need to examine that. Right. You need to evaluate whether it's worth um, this much stress Right. in, in your life. Um, and yes, that's what I, I understand what you're saying. I'm looking at it from different sides, but I think what you're saying is, yes, if it's not balanced, then yeah. it's not working. It's not working, right. So how does that tie in with spirituality? How does spirituality make it better, make you more aware? Having a ritual, 
And again, when the people hear the word ritual, they think, oh, no, I'm going to go and sacrifice a black goat, or I got to go to a Catholic church, or I got to go, I uh, got to do this, uh, gefilte fish, or whatever it is. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a ritual of peace and serenity for yourself, where you have a chance to let the inward uh, express itself and just let it all out, let it go, let it melt away. Um, and and allow your clearing to happen so that you can take in the peace, right? So if you are full of stress all the time and you can't dump, if you don't have a way to let it go, right. you're never going to get it because you have to dump to accept. But that's what we're talking about. It might be a good thing to kind of look into some kind of spirituality yeah. that fits for you, that yeah. helps you to get to where you want to be. Right. So... Some people find that meditation is a great way to do this. Um, or listening or doing chants, Buddhist chants, that kind of thing. Um, other people find it in doing the rosary. Yeah. You know, and other people um, do it by singing or um, it could be a solitary walk every day or in a certain place Just on the weekend. Just being outside is very calming, especially yeah. as a nice sunny day. Yeah. But the important thing is, is you need alone time to have spirituality as well, and it's helpful, group time and spirituality, because that will really help reinforce one and the other. But start solitary first. If you have no idea how to start, then think about joining or exploring some of these other, you know, like I said, Buddhist temple, you go to a Hindu temple, a church, a Christian church, a Catholic church, or just Christian too, or, you know, go to te um, a Jewish temple or Islam, whatever, whatever works for you because they a do. A yoga class. Or, yeah, or a yoga class. That's right. Yoga class would do it too. Um, or even a meditation class because there it's structured and you can follow along until you learn how to do that quote unquote ritual or rituals on your own right and then you can go and explore it on your own if you just go there and just leave it and only do it then and don't do it on your own you know what you're doing you're really short selling yourself shorting selling i'm sorry selling yourself short because you're leaving the tool at one place and you should be able to apply it anywhere at any time right right that way you bring in the piece with you mm -hmm. right and it's always with you then it's always you with can you can always then. tap into it yeah and when the soul starts feeling better and the spirit is feeling lighter, oh, then all of a sudden the heart mm -hmm. is freer and more open to accept what's, you know, all the good that's coming. And you'll start seeing the good more than the bad because you're going to start feeling the good versus the bad. See how this is all like perfect awareness here? We're talking not just mentally, we're talking spiritually, we're talking about feelings, we're talking emotions here. Um, you gotta feel it, you gotta own it. And spirituality is a great path to do that. Again, I'm not advocating that you go be this religion and that and the other thing. You don't even have to join a religion. But just being spiritual means concentrating on how you feel inside your soul and your spirit. And just letting go. And receiving the gifts of the universe into you or the gifts from God into you can make such a difference in your life. That, I guarantee. I agree. Right? As I usually do. <laughs> <laughs>
Most of the time, not always. There's no hundred <laughs> percent, but that's okay. Um, we all experience life in our own ways. So, um, if you have any questions about this or comments, please contact us at info at integrativenaturalwellness.com. Again, that's inter, uh, info at integrativenaturalwellness.com. That's our email address. Or you can go um, to the website as well, integrativenaturalwellness.com. And we'd love to hear from you. And um, looking forward to the next time and wishing you peace. Namaste. This is Andrew and Kathleen signing off. Have a great day.